हेलो एवरीबॉडी वेलकम टू आवर पॉडकास्ट गीता मंत्रा फॉर सक्सेस टुडे वी मूव ऑन टू द थर्टीन चैप्टर इन द चैप्टर कृष्णा मेक्स अ डिस्टिंक्शन बिटवीन द बॉडी एंड द स्पिरिट ऑल्सो दिस चैप्टर डिस्क्राइब्स द रिलेशनशिप बिटवीन प्रकृति which is nature and mm-hmm. purusha mm-hmm. which we briefly i know we talked about in uh, chapter 2 mm-hmm. but we'll go into greater detail in this chapter so go on how do you want to begin we have now reached the 13th chapter mm. so hopefully by this time we should be comfortable with the concept of atman we know now we there is something called soul and soul mm-hmm. is pure and divine so the soul itself mm-hmm. cannot eat mm. see smell hear taste touch all these things mm. it does all this through the body mind intellect mechanism hmm which is known as kshetra kshetra okay or the field of activities okay however you know this concept of field kshetra hmm is actually much more than just our physical body it hmm. also includes the mind intellect ego and all other components of material energy that are part of our personality hmm there's another concept called chhetranjana which is known as the knower of the field hmm. so in simple terms the field may be considered the body hmm. like both gross and subtle body hmm. and the soul is considered the chhetranjana who is the knower of the field or the body before we jump into further hmm. let me first explain what uh, gross and subtle body are hmm. based on the samkhya philosophy mm-hmm. right we spoke about purusha and prakriti purusha here is mm. basically the consciousness mm-hmm. or atman mm-hmm. and prakriti is matter or nature okay right mm. and there are three distinct qualities or gunas mm. which influence every aspect of the material manifestation mm. uh, including our mind mm. ego and intellect mm-hmm. right these gunas are sattva mm-hmm. which is uh, purity yeah rajas which is uh, passion or energy mm. and tamas which is more uh, darkness or ignorance yeah right in each lifetime the soul associates itself with a different combination of uh, the elements mm. shaped by these gunas mm. which pretty much makes up the gross body mm. there is also the subtle body which consists of the buddhi which is intellect ahamkara mm-hmm. ego mm-hmm. and manas which is mind yeah right so this is the subtle body yeah and this subtle body is closer to the soul than the gross body okay so the gross body is our physical body physical body with the other aspects of the gunas mm. and the subtle body is those three things intellect ego and mind mind okay and i think this soul purusha mm. even though it exists with nature prakriti mm. right it is not touched or affected by nature mm. so it has nothing to do with life mm. it is on its own that's why it's very pure and very powerful and it is eternal hmm hmm and that is the whole concept of our ancient eastern philosophy and that is the whole concept of the bhagavad gita but external forces might not touch this purusha mm. but they do have significant influence over our minds yeah which is part of the subtle body yeah and that is what uh, you know krishna is explaining here he actually talks about the, mm-hmm. the concept of 24 elements of these external forces or of nature or prakriti okay first is the five elements mm. okay so we'll call five gross elements or visible mm. elements mm. mahabhutas they're called mm-hmm. earth mm. water fire air and the fifth one is either space or ether in the human body 
when these five great elements or mahabhutas are balanced mm. then we get uh, what we call the vital force mm. or in ayurveda we call it pran shakti mm. pran is life and shakti is power, power right yeah. mm-hmm. so any imbalance in these five elements mm. brings imbalance mm. in the pran shakti or the vital force that makes sense right? mm-hmm. and this imbalance in any of these elements mm. or combination of these elements brings both uh, mental and physical health issues next we are going to knowledge acquiring senses mm. or they call it gyanendriyas mm. sense organs and these are eyes to see the objects mm-hmm. nose smell the fragrance mm. ear to hear the sound mm. tongue feel the taste mm. skin feels the touch or perception yeah. mm-hmm. right and next we actually move on to organs to take action okay. so those are like hands legs mouth rectum and genitals okay and then we have five subtle elements mm. they call tanmatras okay okay sight mm. smell mm. sound taste and touch next we move on to four subtle or invisible elements mm. one is the mind mm. the next one is intelligence or buddhi mm. then you have something called the false ego mm. the feel of i mm. and pride mm. are all part of this false ego that is also part of this material element mm-hmm. and the last one is contaminated consciousness completely different from higher consciousness oh. this is contaminated so these so, are all 24 elements correct so mm-hmm. we are up to 24 elements mm-hmm. but in some doctrines mm-hmm. you might also hear of the 25th mm-hmm. and the 26th element you know in fact ancient yogis they they really focus a lot on these 24 elements and mm-hmm. that's why they did these yogas you know all those asanas uh, pranayamas uh, and all these other ayurvedic techniques things revolve around this balancing this 24 elements mm. because their focus was to keep their mind and body healthy and pure Excellent. because they firmly believe that only when the mind and body are healthy mm. and pure then they will be able to focus meditate and then find this higher consciousness or purusha or atman within them makes sense uh, you spoke about ganendriyas mm those five senses right those ganendriyas are given to us to acquire knowledge that's what you said mm. now but imagine eyes we only see something negative we only mm. find faults in every situation because that's what we choose to see mm. when you are using these senses in a negative way then you can never be happy mm. And so what Krishna is trying to say here is our mind ego and intelligence are influenced by these other elements mm. and how you want to make use of these elements define the quality of your life makes perfect sense so mm. let me just add another interesting topic to the mix mm. it talks about how we want to lead a life right mm. as a kurukshetra or a dharma kshetra so kurukshetra is a place of conflict as everybody knows okay a dharma kshetra is one understanding of his or her dharma and responding accordingly and don't forget kshetra as we explain in the very beginning is the field and it it's kind field of, of action field, field of, of action mm-hmm. right? in dharma kshetra conflict is around you and not in you mm-hmm. in kurukshetra the conflict is within you yes. that's a big difference mm-hmm. hmm like in bhagavad gita in the beginning arjuna is in kurukshetra because he is conflicted yes right mm. it's symbolic mm. that's what it means mm. at the end of the discourse of the bhagavad gita arjun is arjuna is very clear in his mind mm. about his role in the situation mm. and goes on to fight the war yes thus krishna helps transform arjuna to wage a dharma kshetra so yes. he's moved from kurukshetra to dharma kshetra mm-hmm. mm. so the key here is how to turn your personal kurukshetra 
into a dharma kshetra mm-hmm. how to acquire the ability to understand where we are and respond in a way that benefits the self mm. and the society with the view of the context yes right mm. when you are connected when you are closer to yourself to the force to god to universe the body is transmuted into a dharma kshetra mm. but it degenerates into a kurukshetra when it is dominated by either negative emotions or devilish forces yes conflicts are always there mm. we are surrounded by conflicts mm. but how we handle these conflicts define if we are in kurukshetra or dharmakshetra mm. so that's why krishna introduces the concept of these 24 elements here mm. because it is the satvik mind or a peaceful mind mm. that can actually experience the purusha or atman within us yes Mm. okay mm. that's pretty much for today i think we covered a lot mm. external struggles conflicts politics propaganda wars <laughs> disease failures deceits they were there in krishna's time yes. who was there before his time mm. and in fact the bhagavad gita happened amid all these things yes. happening around mm. them mm. right and these things are there today too yeah. they're not going to go away yeah. we have politicians and propaganda misleading us we have wars we have conflicts we yeah. have diseases mm-hmm. we are in the middle of a pandemic <laughs> uh, we deal with failures and rejections too yeah. and they're going to be around tomorrow and yeah. uh, it's not going to change yes. right yeah. the only thing that changes is how you choose to lead your life mm-hmm. and to discover your true self mm-hmm. do you want to be tangled by these external conflicts mm-hmm. and get carried away and be misled mm-hmm. or do you want to control your senses and not get influenced by what you see feel hear and maintain equanimity mm. right that is your choice mm. and your choice decides if you are in kurukshetra that is a war within yourself a conflict within yourself or dharmakshetra mm. conflict is outside you and not within you that's all for today thank you thank you very much that's all for today